the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch. Jerry Parsons on his way. And uh, we're You suppose he's lost? I don't know. If we've only been doing this here for 21 <laughs> years, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's probably not lost. I'm guessing there's traffic, or he's just enjoying the show so much. I better be careful, because the last time I was the one late. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, give us a call and be a part of the show at 210 210- 308-8867-210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. If you've got a question, you can come on out and ask your question in person. Uh, you, you may not even have to be on the radio. Just come on out and, and be a part of the show. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we take questions during the breaks, too. So uh, it's a pretty day out here at the nursery. Oh, yeah. the wind, it's a little windy. A little windy. Uh, just a bit of a chill, but it's going to be a high in the mid-70s today, so that'll be really nice. Uh, and I see people, I'm wearing shorts and short sleeves. I see people in coats as well as short sleeves. And my, so my sweatshirt. That sweatshirt's probably a perfect thing for today. Yeah. Hey, I'm excited. I've been gone a week, and uh, gosh, the new plants that have come in, uh, one I immediately had to get is the porter weed. Oh, yeah, that was our plant of the weekend. Oh, was it? Yeah, last weekend. Well, you didn't have a, yeah, you didn't, you've got a still, a still, there's about 15 or 20 there over there. But, well, he was uh, getting some more in, so yeah, that's good. That's an exciting uh, plant. It's got a small flower, a weeping shape, but the hummingbirds and the butterflies just fight over that little flower. Oh. It's bright, bright red or blue, depending on the uh, version you get. We were. It was funny. So uh, he's got a pink porter weed. It's very pretty. And he brought that up. And so I said, well, I'm going to go Google it and see what it looks like. And I'll tell everybody that's listening, you know. And uh, it was like nine out of the ten pictures of the porter weed, the pink porter weed, had a butterfly on them. Uh-huh. So, uh, oh, maybe you can answer this, uh, Calvin. Uh, we had a question last week, speaking of butterflies. Uh, the woman had a, a yellowish butterfly. Actually, it was white. She said it was white and sort of translucent, and it looked um, uh, like a moth, and they were all around her neighborhood. And uh, um, So the guys, well, I won't bias it and tell you what they thought it was, but... Uh, she says, definitely not a snout nose, so that's what I thought, because, you know. Uh, but just, a, you, know, you know, there's a huge number of sulfur and white butterflies out right now. That's what she thought. That's what yeah. they thought was the sulfur. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, I was just putting, adding to my list, because they're they're covering uh, 
in my yard, the, the thing that is really the dominant blooming plant right now that the butterflies like is the uh, blue curl. It's a wildflower that's about three feet tall, and it's got that blue uh, flower on it. They're just covering it, uh, various uh, varieties of uh, sulfurs and then the white butterflies, uh, too. Some of them are cabbage uh, butterflies. Oh. and uh, But most of them are, uh, oh, I'm trying to think what they call them, clouds, uh, clouds and various. Uh, oh. there, there's at least, uh, I could tell there's at least six different uh, varieties or spe- uh, varieties that were in, in my yard, so I wouldn't be surprised if that was wasn't the same for them. Uh, wh- what did the everybody else think? They, they were? thought it was sulfur. And when you went online, the size seemed to be right, about right, about moth size. And uh, looking at pictures, you could see some that were almost translucent, almost ghost-like, yeah. and some that were yellowish, sort of a, a pale yellow type thing. So, and there's a huge color variation among the sulfurs, and plus there's the like I mentioned, there's three or four different uh, varieties, and then the the white butterflies that are related are same, same different variations. Uh, dog face is one of a. You got a, there's a little face made by little some little black dots. That's oh, really, okay. That's really common too right now. Um, their golf varieties are about because they're laying eggs on the passion vine already. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, some of the, the the American Beauty painted. Um, Oh, the painted ladies are are out there and about too, and monarchs. People people have monarchs so, and uh, a number of reports of monarchs uh, laying eggs on the milkweed. So uh, our milkweed got set back because of the the Janu- January cold, uh, but it's had had enough growth in a lot of places for for the monarchs to be laying eggs on there. So that's good. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Yes, sir. Another, another oh, plant that was a, a, the uh, one-gallon pentas yeah. are, are available, too. That's probably the best, uh, my one of the best uh, shade plants, especially for containers on the patio, because you, you buy them in full bloom. And then they just stay in full bloom until uh, uh, after Thanksgiving. Butterflies like them, hummingbirds like them. Very attractive uh, foliage. Um, so they're they're very uh, very uh, available in bigger sizes too. They may be, be even smaller sizes. Some of the zinnias are here, Milton. Another, oh yeah, they sure are. N- another great uh, butterfly plant, hummingbird plant, and. Uh, the snapdragons are still looking good out there, but they won't be long. They'll be getting uh, oh. that rust from the heat, and then you then you in the cut flower garden you can replace them with uh, zinnias. And then I'm sure you guys talked about it last week, but uh, the peppers, the pepper cl- uh, selection is very good. Um, I got some of the um, oh tam mild jalapenos. And, oh, good. And what did you and you mentioned uh, the other variety? Well, we had Jerry's uh, penguin. Although I don't think they don't think it's Parsons Pekin anymore. I think it's just the pepper penguin pepper or something like that. Okay, yeah, it's here. Yeah, and uh, the J Lo, La Joe. Yeah, La Joe is here. Yeah, that's the one I call the mild. Oh, and yeah. um, 
I'm, for, I'm forgetting his first name. Oh, Jack. Jack Hoover? Yeah. Uh, came by, and he presented Jerry with uh, a bunch of Rio Grande gold seeds that he had found. Uh, they they sound like they're pretty old. He got, like I think, if I remember correctly, and I'm probably not remembering correctly, like At your 80, yeah, 80 seeds and like four germinated. Oh wow! Yeah, but, uh, but so, there, there's so he was hope growing, then. Yeah, so he was he was growing those. Uh, so we'll have to uh, um, we we'll talk about your article in a few minutes when Jerry gets here. But uh, uh, would your stuff would that apply to the seeds? Of, oh yeah. Uh, oh good. Okay. Yeah. In today's paper, Calvin's article is on uh, how to save the uh, tycoon seeds. seeds. Yeah. And uh, you know it's kind of a. Uh, specialized uh, article, but so many of the gardeners that read my columns and listen to this show love that tycoon tomato, and it's a it's a hybrid, and it's uh, the main purpose of the tycoon was commercial production, and then Cherry and David and their local testing team determined that it was going to perfect fit for our residential gardeners here, and of course it turned out to be wonderful. Uh, and so, but it's because, you know, who knows what reason, I mentioned a couple of things in there. You, you Maybe the plant producer produced a, a seed, a hybrid seed that they think is better oh. than Tycoon, or, or some a competitor did too, and so they're, they're not selling as many, but... Anyway, it won't be it won't be commercially produced anymore. So we'll if we want to uh, have tycoon, we'll have to collect the seed ourselves, and that works really well as we've proven for five or ten generations at least. Oh wow! And a lot, a lot. Sometimes the the, the uh, collected seed uh, stabilizes at a point that is uh, real acceptable and just kind of fits into the into the situation on the long term. So we'll have to see if that happens. Yeah, it'll be an interesting test. And, and um, people will be, I'm, I'm guessing, I, and I know we say it, I know we joke about it and stuff, and we've been talking about kind of the last chance forever on the tycoon plants. I think Trace finally last weekend did not make any announcements that there were any more coming in. So I think what we got is what there is. Uh, but, you know, I know everybody that's listening is understands it, but uh, no, I think even though we say it, it's not going to hit until next year when people start calling us and I can't find tycoons anywhere. Yeah, they got to be there. They're so yeah, they're such a superior tomato, you know. But yeah, again, our mar- our portion of the market is a small yeah uh, part of the the, the total uh, tomato seed situation. So so we'll see. We'll see what happens with the uh, tomato seeds and. But I think people are going to be clamoring for them. I think we're going to have a lot of interest in. Yeah, a lot of, yeah it should be fun trying to see what. So we can, can we, is and I don't know the instructions yet, but is that something maybe? Well, we could do as a group. We probably, yeah, Trace was talking about that too. Yeah, and then of course the, if you don't get the if you get the Express News, it's my column is in there today, and you can go get that if you if you don't get a, a subscription, you can get it. You can just get this edition at the. Uh, Valero or the corner store, uh, but you can also get all that information on PlantAnswers.com, including my column will end up there um, too. And, but uh, I got I took a lot of the uh, information. Jerry provided me a lot of the information on 
on the actual process of collecting the seed. Yeah, so maybe uh, well, about 1230 we'll, we'll kind of spend some time talking about that. So you're going to give Jerry a little time to kind of get... I'm going to get him a little, little get settled. We won't throw him into the the uh, tomato patch just yet. But uh, <laughs> we are talking about the peppers, Milton. Um, and we don't know. We don't quite often. We don't talk about the the green peppers. Uh, the, yeah, the, that's the true. There's about there's about at least four different varieties, maybe five varieties of of the mild big. What do we call those green those big tomatoes? Uh, bell peppers. Bell peppers. Bell, bell peppers. Yeah. Okay. Some of the old selections, and then some new ones, and then there's one that's orange. So, and then the banana peppers are over there. We were talking about your your peppers are on the uh, are there. Now. And what are your peppers referred to as now? The penguins. Penguin peppers. And the the Joel is there, and and so a lot a lot of choices. Thing about peppers, too. I mean, they, they grow in a garden, same gardens as tomatoes, but they're really a real superior uh, container plant. Yeah, they are. Attractive. They're, they don't get as big as tomatoes. To. Yeah, and they're sturdier and just so, yeah, more they, disciplined. You growing. don't have to cage them. Or, you know, know where they they fit if you have a uh, herb garden, you know, with little containers like my wife Judy does, and then you just put a couple, you know, hot peppers in there for because yeah. you use them for the same, same kind of thing as the herbs do. As long as it's full sun. They like full sun. The hot jalapeno is called grande. Jalapeno yeah. grande. And that, that's the hot one. Okay, well, I avoided that. But it's a, it's a big pepper, uh-huh. but it's hot. I got the uh, uh, Lajol, the uh, mild jalapeno. Yeah, and then I, And then I got some banana. I got some banana peppers, one of my favorite, too, when... If, when the Rio Grande is not available. Well, I'm still working on Rio Grande. In fact, I gave the seed to the growers uh, Thursday, I guess it was. Uh, yeah, it was, I know it was Thursday. And we've got four selections of uh, of seed, probably 50 or 60, uh, probably at least, at least 50 or 60 seed for each each selection uh, and by selection I mean group. age group yeah and uh, we're gonna sow them all and see what see what you see if what comes up and if if we if we have a if have a, one selection that has a lot of seed come up we'll of course have them available for sale if we have just a few seed come up uh, from that old seed, then we'll uh, save them and, and grow them out for seed for next year. That'd be good. Or for fall. Yeah, and I couldn't remember. I was trying to tell Calvin. That I told him the Jack had brought the, the seeds up, and he had a little a baby flat. If he had a yeah, he brought four pack. Brought his little babies up. But how how many had he planted before he got those? <laughs> was it like a eighty? Yeah, about eighty. Plants so what is that? Five percent uh, germination? Less than five percent. Yeah. Oh. Well, ten percent would be eight, so I was thinking four would be five. No, five percent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're early in the day for math. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry, Trace. And then uh, another um, seed that we uh, talk about quite a bit. Um, David sent me with a supply of Oscar okra to d- deliver it to okay. Trace. So, oh, did yes, he? I have Oscar okra seed. Oh, did they bring those over? They did. 
The package and everything? Of course. Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't think. So this is uh, the okra, as uh, David would talk about it. <laughs> the okra. Um, best producer, you can actually eat it bigger, because normally when okra gets big, it's not edible. Pink top. But uh, this one, he claims, can be a little bit bigger Yeah. and still uh, palatable. And this this and one, this one also, you don't necessarily have to have a real sharp machete to keep it under control. Yeah, it's it's a smaller. In fact, I got little Dave. Small. I, I heard that it was like eight nine feet tall. That's yeah, yeah, compared smaller. to uh, fifth, uh, twelve to fourteen feet for the regular. Okay. A couple of years ago, we were describing. Uh, I had grown the. The tallest version. The Beck's big. Uh, and I had to, <laughs> if I wanted to harvest it, I had to start at kind of the middle where I could reach. And you pull the the top down so, so yeah, I could reach yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was 12, 14 I could 14 see you just feet. climbing up there. Uh, no, you can't. It's not starting. It was big as bamboo. Fight the fire ants all the way up the stem. Yeah, fire ants were helpful, yeah, right. <laughs> well, Trace, what's going on, man? Well, I had a dilemma today. Plants. Yeah, uh, I had two. I had an A and a B option. Yeah. Plant of the weekend, and we sold a lot of both. So oh. we're going to have A and B plant of the weekend. All right. So plants of the weekend. Plants of the weekend. Wow. <laughs> He's getting carried away with himself. Here. Yeah, that's right. The structure just well, always not, just breaks. Not down. a whole lot of either one of them, but uh, I think they're both great plants, and so we're going to talk about them. Yeah. So first one is a wisterias, Amethyst Falls. And if you've ever grown wisteria before, you when you purchase a wisteria, you should buy it in bloom or where you've seen it be able to bloom or that you can tell it's grafted. So this is a variety that's in bloom and it's grafted so it knows it's old enough to actually bloom. I've heard horror stories of wisteria going oh, yeah. you know, 20 years plus with never a bloom. Right. So uh, I want to avoid all that, and uh, I do have about nine of them left in bloom. Oh, that's pretty, too. And uh, great smell. Yeah, fragrant. Uh, bloom similar to a mountain laurel, uh, but not quite as dangly. Uh, but a great vine, great deciduous vine uh, that you can plant on arbors and Various other structures. Now, is this is this one that um, maybe you don't know, Trace? But is this we talk about the wisteria being very aggressive and uh, potentially destructive? This looks to me well, it's grafted. I, I, I come. It's not as bad, and uh, I would compare everything to trumpet vine, and nothing is <laughs> as destructive as trumpet vine. So my answer is this one is uh, manageable. Uh, you don't know what rootstock it's on. Is it I do not. I do not seedling rootstock. It's, so it's, um, but you can tell it's grafted, and that's that's important. Yeah, uh, yeah, that may that may control the uh, aggressive. Uh, yeah, may not it. may not pull the roof off or anything. Yeah, right. All right, so these are thirty nine ninety nine. Again, they're in bloom. Oh, yeah, that's and that's pretty. and that's the way you really should buy a wisteria. It's a so, spectacular uh, bloom too. I encourage everybody to come and or, or pre-order that over the phone. Oh, and, yeah. and the other one that I sold half of to that was Plan B uh, is a Chrysandra. Um, beautiful green foliage. Uh, for years it was sold as a floral grade or, or house plant, uh, but it does very well on a, on a covered patio, and it blooms orange. And y'all know that me and Milton like orange. Now, this is not burnt orange. No. Closest we're going. But, but it is orange. It's and um, 
So I'm fond of it regardless. Yeah. There's not a lot of orange flowers. Right? There, there isn't. And uh, this one, again, Butter, there's not a lot of shade like plants that, that bloom well. And this one fits that criteria and gives you a color option that you don't normally see for a shade. Yeah, that uh, foliage is nice, dark green. And they're very reasonably priced. Glossy. These are... Twenty dollars, and there is nine of them left. Ooh, okay. And they, uh, how would you describe that bloom? It's uh, it's kind of like a sh- shrimp plant. And yeah, the, and the, that's right. A, 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 blooming, a blooming shrimp plant. And uh, real pretty, orangish flowers. Twenty dollars, because I rounded that, just like that, you do. Nineteen ninety nine. And uh, that's a that's a good uh, that's that's a good. That's I'm, a good buy. I might have to actually take advantage of this plant for the weekend because I really. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> you might even too, Milton, which means uh, yeah. I might only have seven left. I like the of shade nine. part of it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Well, yeah. I heard that you uh, your plant of the week last weekend was one of my favorites, and I almost missed because you, you, you sold did, them all and, out. And I don't know if if and when I'm going to be able to get any more, but. Did you get one this morning? I got more than one, of course. All right. So that was the- hey, we can throw it in there and be a C plant of the weekend. Okay, the pink porter weed. Pink porter weed. So uh, that was a uh, – how many were left this morning when you purchased? It uh, looks like there's about nine left. Okay, so um, it's, a, it's a wonderful plant for uh, for butterfly gardens, and uh, it seems to be where it's going to get tall like the – purple one when i write about it in a in the butterfly garden or in articles i i say it's the weirdest plant you'll have but <laughs> but i should say it's the most interesting because yeah, it has a lot because it's got that that weeping shape and that bloom that uh, the, just a small piece of bloom that moves right up the stem yeah. whoever gave it the name did it injustice yeah yeah anytime you put weed in the name of something yeah. it makes it sound but, not so great but this is a cool plant but we went uh, we what our researcher and uh, some other gardeners went toward uh, in the internet and as they're looking for a better name because uh, they use it a lot in Florida and uh, the Indies and everything. But there were no better names either. I can't remember what the names were. That, yeah. that indicates that they weren't anymore. <laughs> I, I'd be even okay calling the Milton plant. Oh, there you go. It, it, I vote for that. I bet you would. And Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> uh, Jerry uh, brought up the the fact that uh, you, you'll actually have uh, hummingbirds and butterflies hassle each other to get the get get at that bloom. Oh yeah, it's a, and uh, it, somebody it, this morning was telling me they'll fight for it. Yeah. And they, and it, it was the, uh, uh, because of the potency of the, yeah. the nectar, just a really, a really and, the, and I kind of poo-pooed that until I saw, saw those butterflies and hummingbirds just. It's got to, it's got to have potent uh, uh, nectar to it because the flower is so little. I mean, the, that's what we used to get Bob Cooks about the, the, the flower is, you know, size of a penny. Yeah, but it's but in that overall effect when there's one of those flowers on every one of those weeping stems. Yeah, yeah. You know where they really look nice is that like in half whiskey barrels or give them some space, and uh, and then that then that overall effect. I was used to the red, and then they used to what the purple. Purple. And then, so the, now the pink. We'll have to try that out. But, All right. Uh, so we have uh, three plants of the weekends. A, B, and C, give us a holler, and Milton will tell you how to do that. Full bloomers. All right, you can come on by and get them, 
or since we've uh, know there's a limited number, if you know you want one, and for some reason you got plans today and can't come by, you can call four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And the porterweed is a real bargain at six ninety eight. Yep. And you just tell the uh, folks who answer the phone here at Millburgers at the nursery that uh, you heard about the plant of the weekend and you want that wisteria. Uh, make sure you're picking that one for you that's in bloom. And also, or maybe you want the porterweed, maybe you want both, or maybe you want the Cassandra. Yes. Okay. Very cool. All uh, well-priced uh, and uh, some great plants uh, for the plant of the weekend. So you can call 497 3760. What do you say? Weekend six, nine times. Weekend. Six, oh, I know. Instead of the three. Weekend, weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend, 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 weekend well, weekend, he's weekend, got weekend, enough weekend, fingers weekend, he weekend. could keep track of them. Almost. Um, and talk about next weekend. We weekend, UT, weekend. So uh, we got all ten fingers. Oh, yeah, and, he, and, he's, uh, yeah, he's, and he's an English major, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> so talk about next weekend, weekend, weekend. Uh, we have uh, our fiesta. Yeah. Event. So there's going to be tacos. Uh-huh. I heated there's tacos. There's going to be face painting. All right. And balloon artists. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had tacos out here, ever. We did last year. And uh-huh. It was a success, so we are going to do it again. Yeah, so uh, fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by BWI from 10 to 2. Uh, they're both for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Also, the uh, Fiesta medals will still be here. Uh, this year's medal is absolutely great with the cute pickup truck on it and the, the gardening supplies in the back. And it's a, it's a, one of those ones that people are going to be asking, you know, where would you get that? Well, you can tell them you got it here at Millburgers. It was $7, and uh, the proceeds from that benefited the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. And those collectors out there, I think there's still a handful of 17s. So oh, from last year? So if you didn't get okay. last year's, uh, I think there's still a couple of available. Cool. All right. Trace, anything else we need to know about? Uh, good zinnias. selection of peppers. Yeah. Uh, some of the zinnias are here now. Oh, yeah. Good, great. Zinnias are uh, becoming plentiful. So are vincas. Um, how about, how about whoppers? Well, you got whoppers still? I've got whoppers, you bet. And I keep, every morning when I come into work, I look at our bed that we planted out there. And it's, it's looking doing pretty good. good. It? It'll be a real cast on that wind to see how it affects the whoppers. Always surprises me that they aren't more affected because they do have pretty stiff stems. Now, if you happen to have dogs that walk through or even squirrels walk through, any kind of begonia will get broken. But uh, they're they're... They seem to deal well with the wind, for sure. Right. Lots of color in, yeah. so uh, come on down. All right. Uh, come on by and visit us at 1604 and Bull Road, and we're going to take a quick break. We're going to tell you a little bit about some of the items that are on sale in that break. So listen to this right now on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers and find beautiful color for your yard. And we'll start off talking about roses. Roses are on sale at Millburgers, all sizes, all types, 20% off. You choose what you like. How about knockouts or modern hybrid teas or floribundas or garden roses? Millburgers has them, all 20% off. All types, all sizes, 20% off. 
Millburgers also has Gold Star Esperanza. This Texas superstar is absolutely gorgeous. You've seen them around town. They're beautiful. They're yellow, bell-like flowers. And right now at Millburgers, you'll save on them. They're just nineteen eighty-eight in the twelve-inch pot. Blue Plum Bago is another Texas superstar, and it's a San Antonio superstar as it blooms all through the spring and summer with its beautiful sky blue flowers, even in the shade. You'll find them now for just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. From Pure Flix and the executive producer of Braveheart comes The Dating Project. What is dating? Um, dating is cool. Dating is officially dead. The Dating Project in theaters Tuesday, April 17th only. It's like single, married, and then there's an extra single, and that's the one that I would check off. There's no script. There are no actors. These are real people trying to find love in the age of swiping left or right. The Dating Project in theaters April 17th only. More information is available at thedatingprojectmovie.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. If you're a follower of Jesus of Nazareth, aren't you glad his kingdom is not of this world? Look at the chaos in this world. Here in Washington, it is political chaos with the left and the establishment trying to bring down a duly elected president. The political conflict continues to divide us. Even members of the same family are divided. In the Middle East, there are wars and rumors of wars. In Russia, Vladimir Putin seeks to rebuild his country into what he considers the glory days of the Soviet Union while he hacks our election process and is likely behind the murder and a attempted murder of its opponents, even journalists. Where does one look for security? Certainly not in the stock market, which is up 400 points one day and down 700 points the next, and not in life itself. We're like a vapor, a breeze, a cloud, and other metaphors used in Scripture. Here today, gone tomorrow. Here's what 1 John 2.15 says in the living paraphrase. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. That's good enough for me. How about you? I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick here with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Jerry's answering a question off the air. Before we get back to our phone calls, I'm going to tell you that uh, we uh, talk, love talking it about Spider-Man. Ah, it, it may last. Hang on. There we go. About Spider-Man pest control uh, for, gosh, since 1976, Spider-Man has been helping homeowners in San Antonio keep their house clean of roaches or rats or fleas or or all kinds of nasty bugs, and Spider-Man can help you do that. And here's what I like about him. takes a holistic approach to it. So he's going to, he was talking to me the other day about flea control, and he was talking about rat control, and someone had called him saying, you know, they got rats in their house, and they wanted to get rid of them. And, yeah, and they were they were going to go any, to pretty extreme measures, and he was like, well, you know what? The mice are cute, but the rats are... Yeah, let us come over, because let's find out where they're coming in, because with what you want to do, we may kill them, but they're going to come back, because if they're coming in through something... So let's uh, let's look at it a holistic approach. They did, and I think actually the uh, thing he did to kill them was much less severe than they wanted, 
uh, and uh, probably much, much more effective. So give Spider-Man Pest Control a call at the number 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. GoSpiderManPest.com is the website. GoSpiderManPest.com. Chuck is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Chuck. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? Hi, good. How are you, gentlemen? Fine, thank you. Um, my question is, I, I've got some compact cherry laurels. Um, two of them are pretty good sized, and I, I put in uh, six other ones. But uh, with, I think, one exception, they're all really thin. Um, you know, normally, my last house, I had cherry laurels, and they were really dense. You couldn't see the wall behind them or anything. And this time you can see right through them. They're not very dense at all. And I wondered, uh, I was in town with my last house, and I've got really dense clay soil out here in Cibolo. And I wondered if that might have any impact on it. Yeah, the the soil that they're growing in is has a lot to do with it. The, uh, the um, are, they, are they yellow at all? Uh, they were, but they're uh, a little bit over the winter, but uh, they're they're green now. Okay, they're just not growing uh, as as thick as you would like for them to grow. Right. Uh, how how old are they? Several years. Um. Well, the the biggest one is uh, three years, and uh, it's about eight feet tall. And the second uh, biggest is is two years, and it's about seven feet tall. And the rest wow. of them I just put in last fall. Cherry laurel. Yeah. Yeah, the compact cherry laurels. Are they? Uh, you mentioned that the uh, the ones you had before were real thick, and you happy you're happy with them, or he was in a different yeah, the one. Oh, okay. When when I lived over off of Redland Road. Um, they were great. They were really dense and and did real well. But I'm just this yeah, batch so, doesn't seem to be doing that well. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really I'm sure they're really dependent on the the soil situation. And they're in our soils, they're pretty uh, unpredictable. Um, some uh, that's that may not be an asset that some of them do really well uh, and others don't. But Jerry, I find, I've kind of found if they're growing. In caliche soil that that yeah. they don't do very well, whereas if they got a little oh, like stream bottom or uh, even something that's been forested well or yeah. trees well, does better. Well, when I was on Redland, it was that caliche, but uh, now I've got this real heavy clay soil on here in Cibolo. Huh? So the is it is a drain well? Not really. Yeah, I, and well, I mean, as much much as uh, clay soil can. I mean, it's, yeah. it's sloped down so the water does run off, um, and you know, it takes after a rain, it takes a couple of days for the soil to really dry out. But I've got them well mulched. How uh, how much do you want to? I think they'll probably continue to live and all, but. One, especially with the young ones, if you incorporated uh, compost, commercial compost in there, you know, like four or five inches. I don't know if I don't know if it would be. 
a major difference. But uh, Jerry, Jerry's had good luck even, or, and I have too, with m- mounding up over that kind of a, a soil uh, and planting a little bit on a on a hill of, for, like, fruit trees and things like that. Um, so you may you might get a different response, I, but but at best they're pretty unpredictable with cherry laurel. Yeah, I would. Um, uh, how are you fertilizing them? Just just with the lawn fertilizers? No. Well, yeah, I use that uh, Medina fertilizer. I I would I go to uh, something. Uh, have you fertilized? You haven't fertilized your young lawn yet, have you? Yeah, I put down uh, about two weeks ago. I put down the Medina. I used that I for would, the whole yard. Okay, I would go ahead and try to get something that had a little higher nitrogen in it, something like a nineteen five nine slow release, and okay. uh, and fertilize them with that instead of uh, you know give them a little more nitrogen. You you say that they're thin. They're they're. they're and uh, high nitrogen rates uh, will uh, cause the plants to uh, uh, have more foliage. Even okay. even Iron Plus wouldn't. Would, would. Yeah, let's use Iron Plus since it's a since it's a uh, uh, cherry laurel. Yeah, acid lover. There's a, pro, there's a product okay. called Iron Iron Plus, and uh, it's it's got nitrogen and iron in it. Okay, I've got ironite. Is that the same thing? No, 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 no. no. Well, we're left. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah you're, you're you're looking for a kind of a quick fit, a quick uh, production of nitrogen, and uh, ironite is just. Jerry and I did some TV uh, tests, research, and the ironite never did turn uh, things. Uh, Deal with the iron deficiency. Yeah, iron is a ironite is a mine product, and um, it, do, it doesn't have uh, doesn't have it doesn't seem to be very effective. Just okay. try that iron plus, and I suspect you'll be able to see a response pretty quick. Yeah, put it okay. put it in a circle. Since they're so old, uh, put it in a uh, broadcast it uh, around in, in a four foot at least a four to five-foot circle around the uh, around the plant. Okay. And should I uh, take out the mulch and put compost down instead? No. Yeah, no, no go ahead and just use just it. Leave, you leave. leave the mulch there and put your ironite, yeah. I mean your iron plus on top of the mulch and Thank water you. it okay. in. In the long okay. term, just keep adding mulch every year and that'll, that'll do the same impact as that uh, compost i talked about okay All right. okay i hope I'll that stimulates your plan good good luck you bet thanks chuck thanks. you take care all right 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 hey uh, looking for a place to get compost or mulch or soils uh, quality organic products can help you with that right there on lookout road uh, quality organic products uh, has a uh, 
both quality products, uh, organic products, and uh, these are the pl- or quality organic products is the place that landscapers go to to get their supplies. They work with Millburgers a great deal, uh, so these are their their livelihood depends on it. I mean, I think that says it all. Uh, and they go to Todd over there at Quality Organic Products. It also means that Todd is able to give you a little better price than you'll find elsewhere. Actually, it's a significantly better price. So visit over Todd over there, Quality Organic Products. You can find them on the web and check them out at qualityorganicproducts.com, qualityorganicproducts.com. Uh, but read the testimonials and see what, what it's all about. And uh, actually, uh, you might even be able, if you know what you want today, uh, you still might be able to even get it delivered today. That's because Todd has his own drivers that do a good job. Uh, but if you just want to go pick it up in your pickup or uh, you want to just get a bag of something, you can do that too at Quality Organic Products on Lookout Road, uh, just about maybe a quarter mile outside of Loop 1604, 651-0200, 651-0200. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers and find beautiful color for your yard. And we'll start off talking about roses. Roses are on sale at Millburgers, all sizes, all types, 20% off. You choose what you like. How about knockouts or modern hybrid teas or floribundas or garden roses? Millburgers has them all 20% off. All types, all sizes, 20% off. Millburgers also has Gold Star Esperanza. This Texas superstar is absolutely gorgeous. You've seen them around town. They're beautiful. They're yellow, bell-like flowers. And right now at Millburgers, you'll save on them. They're just nineteen eighty-eight in the twelve-inch pot. Blue Plumbago is another Texas superstar, and it's a San Antonio superstar as it blooms all through the spring and summer with its beautiful sky blue flowers, even in the shade. You'll find them now for just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, if we don't get going soon, we're going to miss out on that discounted deal at the store. Uh, do we really need to go out? The game's coming on in a minute. We need to get this deal before it's gone. Man, there's got to be a better way to save some money. Yes, there is. The Marketplace at 930amtheanswer.com. Really? Yep. You can save hundreds, even thousands on stuff like outdoor equipment, landscaping, flooring, and even discounted deals on tuition for the kids. Get out. All in one place? Yep. If you don't believe me, listen to this guy. Discount deals on big-ticket items for your home improvement projects, landscaping, and tuition for area schools. All at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. So the Marketplace page. Great, guys. Thanks. But now, should I be worried about hearing voices in my head? Nah, you're good. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Last night he was 7 feet, 500 pounds. This morning he's almost 9 feet, pushing 1,000. 
In the movie Rampage, genetic experimentation causes a friendly gorilla named George to grow to 18 Wheeler proportions. His human primatologist pal must find an antidote if he's going to halt a global catastrophe. Rampage has some good guy heroism in its mix, but that doesn't stop the human hero from cussing like a sailor. About two dozen harsh profanities mar this film. And although not overly gory, the body count here is quite high too. So because of all this, I can only give Rampage two and a half whirling helicopters out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, uh, Charles wanted me to remind you, I forgot, it's one of the, the funnest parts of the big fiesta celebration next week here at Millburgers. We talked about More the, fun than eating? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we've got fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by BWI from 10 to 2. That's for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Fiesta medals, $7 donation to the San, to the San Antonio Salvation Army. Face painter, uh, balloon artist as well. Uh, the uh, food bank is a donation for the food. And everyone wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery next Saturday will be awarded a free 2018 Millburgers Fiesta pin. What's a wow? What's a fiesta hat? It's a fa- it's a wild wacky hat with all kinds. Any of cool- kind of thing? There's not. A, it's not all. They no, don't no. All look them up online. They're, they're kind of goofy and yeah, you, they're homemade and oh, okay. Yeah, they're fun. Fun hats. That's very colorful. We get a free medal if you wear your fiesta hat, Jerry. Yeah, worth seven dollars. Uh huh. And Millburgers will take that seven dollars that you would have paid, and they'll give you the uh, they'll give you the pin, and they'll still donate the seven dollars. The Salvation Jerry, Army. Jerry and I promise. These are. This is for all the eight-year-olds in the audience. Jerry and I promise we'll try to get Milton into the balloon person be, early. Get him move, move through so he doesn't block the whole line like he has some past years. <laughs> Waiting, you know, when elaborate uh, <laughs> creations, you know. Yeah. Yeah, King Kong did, or whatever. We did a we got a pig last time. Got a hippo the very first time. Oh that, yeah, that hippo was hippo is incredible. Jerry, what did you get for your your little grandson? Um, uh, uh, scorpion. Yeah, uh, yeah, scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> Since he's scared which, of bugs, which was yeah, that was that was sweet. Yeah, yeah, that is so sweet. He's scared of bugs, so yeah. we got that's him a scorpion. That's they stayed around a long time. I mean, actually, yeah, they, they really do last had, a long time. It's surprising. All right, we got Gary on the line at 210-308-8867. I think he is. Hi, Gary. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing well. How are you guys doing today? We're doing terrific. This is Gary from old, well, uh, Gary, can we say where you're from, or should we wait until after your, <laughs> well, we may want to wait until after your call. Gary is from Climate Magic. You've heard Gary on uh, uh, KLUP before, talking about his company, uh, which is an HVAC company, so air conditioning and uh, and heating repair and uh, installation. Uh, How so, did you know? Did you recognize his voice? No, we're doing a call-out show now. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm just calling people. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. No, Gary and I were talking, and he said he had a question, and I said, you know what? We should talk to you. So, 
Gary, what's what's going on? How how can we help you today, sir? Well, my question is about apple trees. As a young kid, uh, I grew up in southwestern New York State, and apparently uh, Johnny Appleseed spent a lot of time up there because every other tree was an apple tree. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and I, I fell in love with apples. It's kind of my favorite fruit. And, uh, and I miss that living here in South Texas now. And so the other day, I'm walking through one of the big box stores getting some building supplies, and I happen to go through the garden center. And they have an apple tree sitting there in a potted plant. And I think it's the first time I'd ever, ever seen one here in Texas. And so uh, when Milton and I talked uh, this week, I asked, I said, I didn't think apple trees could grow in Texas. And he, oh, and he yeah. told me there were some varieties that do. So I'm interested in maybe finding out if uh, I can plant one of those in, on my property and have any luck with it. So what do you recommend? Where do you? Where is your property? Is it in the hill country or where? No, no, no. I'm south of China. I'm down here in China Grove, and uh, oh, okay, uh, in area, and we do have uh, you know some clay soil. Uh, I've had some luck with. Um, uh, I got a couple of red oaks that I planted that have done well. Some Mexican sycamore that have uh, have done well, and. Um, but I don't have any any fruit trees. I do have a uh, young pecan, uh, but it's real young and it's it's uh, it's surviving. It's doing okay for the I think the last, I've had it in two years. And so I'm All just right, wondering uh, uh, what I could do uh, in regard to an apple tree, possibly. Well, uh, before we, before we get into, you can grow the apple tree, and it will have apples. But they're not going to be anywhere close to the wood as good as the ones that you grew in New York. Okay. Or or had it had 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 when you were growing up. Right. And of course, they will never never taste as good as the ones that you used to have forty years ago, because <laughs> you had taste buds forty years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, there's one called uh, Dorset Golden, the one that's called Gordon. And we sell, we sell them here at Melbourne. Yeah. And, okay. And uh, there's one called Dorset Golden, and uh, uh, that is what we have to worry about is it doesn't get cold enough, uh, so you have to stick with the varieties that, that do well in, in, in our temperate climate. Okay. Okay. They're now, not, they're yeah. not as crisp. They're not as crisp. But uh, Dorsey Golden is a, is a like I say a golden golden apple. You only need one one variety. Oh, good. So you don't need a second one to power. Yeah, yeah. You can just try one and grow it out. And uh, I, I'm thinking he's not going to be satisfied with the taste of this apple. <laughs> But uh, Dorsey Golden is probably one of the firmer, firmer tasting apples. What are other varieties? Wasn't there like a, I was telling them like a Weimaraner variety, Scheimenheimer, something. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Well, there's Wine Sap, the one, no, no. the one he grew up with up there. No. I've, the, and then there's well, they, Gala. Well, and, so Dorsey yeah, Gold is yeah. the one? Dorsey Golden is low, ch- uh, low chilling uh, apple for this area. What's that, Gary? Macintosh and Cortland were the two that I grew up with as a kid. 
Uh, what? In Which one? Macintosh. And, so, oh, Macintosh. yeah, Macintosh. Oh. And court, uh, an apple uh, called Cortland uh, is what we had popular in our area. I lived yeah. in uh, southwest New York State on the Pennsylvania border, so that was pretty good. Now, uh, Jerry, is, is an apple they make some serious. Else? They make some seriously good apple pie, too, don't they? Well... My sisters all know what they need to make me when I come home to visit. There's no question uh. about it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, as, as, you, as you know, people probably don't know this, but there's still an old cider mill there where I grew up. I was there last summer uh, where they crush the apples, make the cider, put it in a jug, Ooh. and sell it to you right across Ooh, the counter. Good. Just really unbelievable. Good. good stuff. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they don't taste as good, but... If I grow one, it might just bring back a lot of memories for me in my own backyard here. So there you go. Uh, sure, certainly will do that. And they're they're well, a nice tree to grow. One other question: Is an apple tree one that has to have two of them planted so they cross pollinate? No. Nope. Yeah, no. You, okay. You'll have you'll have enough apples uh, uh, with one tree, Dorsey Golden. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to give it a try. Thanks, yeah. Gary. Anything exciting happening at Climate Magic? Yep, I think you. Well, believe it or oh yeah, no. believe it or yes. not, uh, we've had two no cool calls this morning already. <laughs> had two what and, calls? Uh, uh, no cools, broken air. Oh wow! And uh, apparently, some folks don't know that their windows open. I don't know, but <laughs> 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 but but that but that's okay. We're out there taking care of them, and and we do appreciate it. So. Uh, cool. Always something exciting going on at, at Climate Magic, uh, uh, as, far, as far as our business. But we appreciate you all, and uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Thanks, thank Gary. you for calling you in. Good hope, question. Hope you enjoy right. the apple. We get that a lot. So yes, sir. Uh, glad to get you on. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Thanks, Gary. You too. Nancy is on the line. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on, Nancy? Good afternoon, fellas. Uh, as a little kudu, we had Climate Magic service our uh, uh, stations here and did a very excellent job. I highly recommend them. Thank our problem you. is we have a um, <clears throat> uh, Texas, uh, what do you call it? Texas, uh, <laughs> the flowering uh, spring Texas mountain laurel. Right. And we've been we've been pampering it with tying it off and staking it, etc. And the question is, should we um, eliminate some of these upper branches because it's bending over, or should we just top top it off where the bend is and let it sprout? Okay, uh, I'm not getting the picture here. Uh, yeah. It, it, I'm looking at it. It, it. It's a mountain laurel that is bending over rather than growing straight, and I think it might be top-heavy to the point where it doesn't want to grow straight. It wants to bend over. Right. And the question is to trim out some of those upper branches. It's it's probably about 10 feet tall, and it looks That's like right. it has a trunk that maybe is about an uh, inch and a half, two inches round, which may be part of the problem. But the question is, Cut out some of these upper branches or cut it off where the bend is and let it sprout. Our neighbor had done that, and surprisingly, he's got a nice, healthy growth over on his side. Yeah. So it's it's fairly young. What is it, a couple of years old? Oh, no, it's probably more about five years old. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I would, I would uh, go ahead and, like you say, if if you want to force more gro- growth up and from the from the center, uh, go ahead and and the ones that are leaning over and bothering you, uh, cut that back to the next largest branch. I'm looking at probably cutting the the uh, the top of the trunk itself. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good afternoon. Uh, a lot, a lot of people are just, you know, uh, it sounds drastic, but uh, if that if that doesn't doesn't work for you, a lot of people just cut them down to the ground, let them resprout from the ground. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's a thought. But uh, too. you, yeah, I, I would I would try your system first. It's, and the older, taken... an older, an older tree of about twenty years or so, would that be also a good thought to do? Because it's yes. uh, gotten yes. tall, and uh, you know, it's not really providing much uh, flower. Right. Good. Yeah, do do the same thing to the older one. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Nancy. You take care. You make selective cuts. In other words, back to the next largest branch. Don't just top it off. Okay? Okay. All right. And uh, thanks for the nice words about climate magic. That was nice. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. we got a, a couple minutes before we got to get to the news, Calvin. Uh, do you want to say what you were talking about, or you want to wait till we get through? San Augustine Lawn, relatively new. Gangbusters wants to grow, and uh, chlorosis. And, uh, you know, and, of course, what, what product do you think he used? Ironite. Oh. <laughs> but that. No. Uh, I've got but uh, <laughs> but that, that, you know, a lot of lawns are going to be faced with that. Uh, the, sun, the weather is perfect for lawn growth, but uh, when they start growing real fast in our alkaline soils, they have trouble getting iron up. So I, I, I mentioned you might want to experiment with uh, uh, a chelated iron on a hose and sprayer. I said Jerry and I had great luck with that in our those TV tests we did. Uh, also, even Iron Plus, as the regular uh, fertilization would speed it up. I thought generally too, of course he's a relatively new lawn, but a uh, you know month and a half you may get. The lawn may catch up to the ability to get the iron up, but it also that means you have to put up with a a lawn that's not growing at full potential for at least a month and a half or two months. So, so a lot of people will be faced with that out there. And don't uh, he applied his lawn fertilizer uh, uh, nearly six weeks ago, which is. Uh, too early, so really the lawn fertilizer didn't really contribute a lot to the, the situation. The, the, all right. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210 308 8867. 
back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to the second hour of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. <laughs> 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Glad to have you here. Glad to have Jerry and Calvin here, sitting on the porch at Milberger's at 1604 on Boulevard Road, talking gardening with you. I'm a little cold. I'm, and you, yeah, the sun went away. Yeah, the sun was helping. Are those goosebumps on your arms from uh, you being cold, Mel? No, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just fine. All right, 210 That sun will come out again, maybe tomorrow. 210-308-8867. There it is. It was fighting to come back. Or uh, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Calvin got a nice article in today's paper. He's still trying to save this tycoon. I don't know why. He likes it. It's 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 nasty. A lot of people. We, we hear a lot of bad reports on it. There were some people that seemed to like it. I guess. Seemingly, <laughs> seems. I bet it's a, it's an interference by Russia in our horticultural analysis. Uh, that. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Boris on the line. Boris, how are you? I hate the tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a lot of a lot of room in there. Oh, good. A lot of room to talk about how to actually save the seed. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I want one thing that uh, that you got to do a look out for. You want you want to try to cut it uh, diagonally or with, you know, so you can squeeze it and get more seed out of it. And you like to get the seed uh, without the pulp. Does that help? Uh, because, you know, you, you just like to get the raw seed with uh, that coating on it to put it in the water. But uh, So you don't want that uh, the mess? Uh, you don't, It's all connected together. Is that the pulp you're talking about? Yeah. How do you avoid that? If you squeeze it. You like the juice in the tomato, yeah. Okay, but but you you quit squeezing it. Uh, and you're squeezing the sections. Yeah, the section that, that okay. you, you you cut it lengthwise, and then you just grab it on the top and then uh, uh, cut it and squeeze it. You're actually squeezing the juice. The uh, the juice and the uh, the little no, no, sea sac. Anybody that is. Uh, Got on the line uh, with to wonder if this is a cooking show or a gardening yeah. show. Uh, it's both. <laughs> uh, but but Jerry has but anyway, they gave Calvin a lot of space, and he did a good job uh, uh, covering covering that right, covering that uh, that ex- explanation. And uh, if if you don't get the paper, PlantAnswers.com has uh, all that information too. So. Yeah, on. Um, Saving seed of hybrid it's, it's on plantanswers.com on the topic of the month, a third third listing. Oh, the wind wind's messing with my papers here. Uh, it's under saving seed of hybrid varieties. Once not recommended, now encouraged because of the tycoon situation. Uh, the the, uh, 
the volunteers did yeoman yeoman duty uh, this weekend. My GVST and uh, Master Gardener volunteers went out and planted 30. About, I think it's 33, 33 new varieties. Well, 33 varieties of tomatoes out at, in the commercial patch where we evaluate them. And uh, they also planted some uh, watermelons, but uh, the, uh, they planted over 3,300 tomato plants. And the evaluation of the those evaluation. tomato plants will mean we'll have a new rodeo tomato next year? Yes. Okay, see, and so... We have to have a new rodeo tomato. Well, we've done uh, it for how many? And, I, and I, I, had to, I had to laugh at Dr. Stein. I was... I wasn't able to participate this year, but uh, I had to laugh at Dr. Stein. He, guess what he put in there? Tycoon. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can compare it yeah. and, and lament if, it does, if the others don't compare it to it. I know. Uh, you, you don't do that because uh, it, there's no, no need to compare it to Tycoon, but... Uh, and I took some to East Texas to our buddy Greg Grant up there, and he, he he's basically evaluating the. Uh, I took him nine varieties of rodeo tomatoes, all that have been rodeo tomatoes, and uh, his family loves the taste of tycoon. Mm-mm. And so what he. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to find him any tycoons, so I I didn't take him tycoons. Uh, the one I should have taken him was a, a celebrity to compare to, but I they they can find some celebrity up there in East Texas, up around Tyler, and uh, so uh, uh, they're they're trying to find one. They they're going to have some taste tests and things like that to see. Uh, I, I told him I'm betting on um, HM 1823. 1823. <laughs> HM 1823, because that's what I taste, taste showed uh, last year. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be better, and uh, I'm getting a lot of a lot of feedback on um, on some tomatoes that are going to be, uh, you know. We're getting into taste wise. Yeah, we're getting to we're getting to the uh, red deuce. That's what I was trying. Oh, okay. To red well, we're getting to the end of the recommended tomato planting time, but we we've got these uh, one gallon, and even well, they used to have, yeah, there's some three gallons in there too, so there's still plenty of uh, large tomato specimens. To I get see them some tycoon garden. labels on there. Yeah, yeah. so. But anyway, Red Deuce, uh, Miss Nethery, my hill country gardener, says that uh, says that Red Deuce is the best tomato that she's ever huh. ever tested. I like or ever grown. I like even tycoon. better than celebrity. I like Tycoon in eighteen in eighteen twenty three. I also like last year. Phoenix was a yeah a good one for Phoenix. me. Huh. I took I took Greg uh, Phoenix too, and a so good uh, heat setter, and uh, uh, then our the one if you need nematode re- resistance, uh, our uh, 
Of course, our tycoon. Valley Cat, yeah. Yeah, Valley Cat is a is a good good choice for your garden. And the BHN 968, I saw some of them in the large size or still over there. So. Yeah, I, I took took Greg some of those, too. And uh, he said it's a good thing because his new little wife loves cherry tomatoes. He eats, uh, eats cherry tomatoes almost every meal. So I said, well... When this thing kicks in, it's all take care of the grocery bill for a while because that thing produces a lot. You might want to hire a part-time uh, tomato picker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said his, his wife really loves loves those uh, cherry tomatoes, which a lot of people do, especially if they eat a lot of salad. But anyway, that's a good job. Uh, good pictures with that uh, in the paper today. And Sunbright, it was uh, yeah. Yeah, rodeo yeah. choice this Sunbright. year. Uh, lots of lots of gardeners are growing Sunbright this La- year. Last spring. week, when you weren't here, we uh, we got uh, several good reports on they they they're impressed with the foliage of Sunbright. You know, it's it's thick green, uh-huh. lots of foliage, and that's a, that's one of the reasons that we picked it. Over some others is that uh, it had good foliage cover and good foliage production, which of course uh, ripens the tomatoes and, and makes them uh, tastier. But they have a lot of good foliage. Two right. of those. Oh, sorry. Good. Oh, did we did you catch any fish last week? We did. We caught a lot of fish. Uh, Brim? What were they? Brim? No, or? we we went out with. Uh, of course, they they. they Almost got it down to a science. Those guys, we, my son and I, went out with a guide, and we caught uh, 63. Wow! Um, mostly uh, silver bass, yellow bass. Some, wow! Uh, some crappie, some uh, yeah. Oh, that's crappie, good to eat. But the, everybody's waiting on the verd on the for the water to get a little warmer, and then the yeah. crappie start moving. And so yeah. that was. I know every time we caught a crappie, the guide got all excited, and he says, "Soon, it's soon, and we'll eat." You're catching them, and then we caught uh, uh, one largemouth bass, good size, and uh, um, some big catfish. A lot of catfish in the evening. We caught. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. yeah. So it was a it was a good trip. Good so trip. we were we were thinking about you. The wind was kind of blowing out of the north. Yeah, a little bit. Weekend. Oh, there was some rain. There were serious rains. The, the level of Cattle Lake was very high. Oh, okay. And that was. Uh, of course, the the guy, the uh, fisher people, their fishermen did not like care for that too much because it makes everything so unpredictable. Yeah. And uh, easy pickings for the catfish and everything as the worms and everything washes into the soil. Hmm. But you know what the favorite bait was, which I've never fished crawdads. Little oh, te- wow. little teeny oh, crawdads. Oh, oh, oh. Gosh, they were just uh, those those. Sand, those silver bass and yellow bass just scarfed them up. And they let them crawdads know? Yeah. They, that was the worst Cajun impression ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just blew it. Thank you. Yeah. That's okay. I'll admit it. Yeah. Now, don't you? Milton, being from Louisiana, would have been eating the bait. Yeah. You, uh, oh, Calvin brought snacks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Hey, a couple things to mention, too. Uh, our August Beauty Gardenia 
is on sale this week and being featured in a three-gallon container for just fourteen eighty-eight. Uh, and uh, this is one of those Milton was able to grow it type plants uh, for a couple of years, actually, it, it, maybe even three years yeah, before it, it. kind of got flooded. Uh, and uh, I guess rotted and died, but uh, it was a great plant. Oh, and the smell was wonderful. Beautiful flowers, very fragrant. Uh, and so uh, better to grow in a container. Yeah, and you like the idea of mixing up the uh, the half peat half. Yeah, I, d- I do. I mean, like I use that for uh, the blueberries. All right. Uh, you want to use sphagnum peat moss because that's the that's the uh, long term acidic source. Uh, but if you use a high-quality uh, potting mix, uh, it works well with that. Jerry, Jerry has had good luck, too, with using just uh, sand in, in sphagnum peat moss. Mm. And so there you get, you know, you'll get, you get a, a no dilution of the acidity from the sphagnum. Oh, okay. Huh. Sphagnum peat moss is a little different than regular uh, peat moss. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a kind of... Uh, the plant material, obviously a plant material, stringy and held together, but you uh, mix it into your into that soil. And uh, what size container did you use, Milton, for your uh, August? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It wasn't. It was wasn't that big. Um, I don't know the gallon size, uh-huh. but it was bigger than the one gallon. Uh, bigger than a three-gallon, so... Um, Five or big, uh, you know... A, yeah. Like a 15-gallon would really make a nice half-whiskey barrel is great, too. And I didn't treat it very nice. I mean, it was... It didn't get a... You treated it normally that you... Yeah. I mean, it yeah. wasn't pampered or anything. Uh-huh. And did real well. So, uh, yeah, they're they're real nice. And right now, Millburgers just fourteen eighty eight. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. It's got to be a part of the show. I was going to uh, mention, too, Jerry, we were, t- we were talking about the uh, collecting the seed. Uh, PlantAnswers.com has a good uh, the write-up on how to grow tomatoes from seed, too. Right, right. So you you can you you know if you want to try that or you or, and it also tells you how to start tomato tomato seeds. Uh, if you collect the tycoon seeds, you'll you'll have to be you know be ready to either do the, the, one of those two strategies to start them um, in containers or to seed them directly into the like the uh, commercial folks do. Uh, well, I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to seed directly, didn't they? Some some commercial folks used to seed directly. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, peppers and tomatoes. Yeah, so so that's not um, it's not uh, it's something you could you could consider. Plus, everybody has had tomato seedlings grow in their uh, edge of their compost pile or their raised bed garden. You know, they're yeah they've come back for the year. So it's not it's not all that hard to get to plant tomato seeds too. And a lot of times from the seed, they'll be a better plant than they they were from a transplant because a tomato and pepper uh, naturally have a taproot, which is is broken off or or uh, damaged during the transplant procedure. I mean, when they're, when they're growing transplant. Yeah, manipulated and. So uh, a lot of times when you plant the seed directly, you'll get a a stronger plant. It's true with blue bonnets and everything else. 
So it should be fun if you have never tried that. Uh, you want to, and you like tycoon. Uh, a lot of options and a lot of uh, challenges that new things to learn about yeah. growing tomatoes. Let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. Come on by and visit with us and uh, or give us a call and ask your gardening question in person. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers and find beautiful color for your yard. And we'll start off talking about roses. Roses are on sale at Millburgers, all sizes, all types, 20% off. You choose what you'd like. How about knockouts or modern hybrid teas or floribundas or garden roses? Millburgers has them, all 20% off. All types, all sizes, 20% off. Millburgers also has Gold Star Esperanza. This Texas superstar is absolutely gorgeous. You've seen them around town. They're beautiful. They're yellow, bell-like flowers. And right now at Millburgers, you'll save on them. They're just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. Blue Plumbago is another Texas superstar, and it's a San Antonio superstar. As it blooms all through the spring and summer with its beautiful sky blue flowers, even in the shade. You'll find them now for just $4.88 in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat do business with a like-minded company god bless texas and texas plumbing diagnostics here's dixie bishop thanks mike at texas plumbing diagnostics we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for texas plumbing diagnostics texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. If you're a follower of Jesus of Nazareth, aren't you glad his kingdom is not of this world? Look at the chaos in this world. Here in Washington, it is political chaos with the left and the establishment trying to bring down a duly elected president. The political conflict continues to divide us. Even members of the same family are divided. In the Middle East, there are wars and rumors of wars. In Russia, Vladimir Putin seeks to rebuild his country into what he considers the glory days of the Soviet Union, while he hacks our election process and is likely behind the murder and a 
attempted murder of its opponents, even journalists. Where does one look for security? Certainly not in the stock market, which is up 400 points one day and down 700 points the next. And not in life itself. We're like a vapor, a breeze, a cloud, and other metaphors used in Scripture. Here today, gone tomorrow. Here's what 1 John 2.15 says in the Living Paraphrase. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. That's good enough for me. How about you? I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're talking gardening at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Don't forget, next weekend is Milberger's Big Fiesta, Texas, Texas celebration here at the nursery with uh, going to have a uh, Fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by a BWI from 10 to 2, a dollar donation. Margaritas? Nope. I don't know what the drinks will be. I imagine they're not margaritas. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, they might be, uh, yeah. what do they call it, virgin margaritas. Yeah, we did the virgin margaritas one year. Yeah, they were good. Um, let's see. We've got the Fiesta medals, $7 donation gets you a Fiesta medal, and that donation goes to the Salvation Army. There's a balloon artist and a face painter from 10 to 2. And everyone wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery on April 21st will be awarded a free 2008 Millburgers Nursery Fiesta pin. And the pin will be, uh, the, the cost of that pin, that $7 uh, that you would have paid, will still be made by Millburgers to the Salvation Army in their honor, in your honor. So you can uh, wear your hat and a donation. You'll get a free pin, and a donation will be made in your honor to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. All right, 210 is that the uh, Duranta? Is that blooming over there? Jerry, can you see that? Is that a Duranta? Now, what does he have that's orange? He's, he's got... Uh, I, I, yeah, well, I was looking at oh, the purple, I see the Duranta, yeah. purple over there. Uh, oh, that orange is the, uh, periwinkle. I mean... Uh, oh, that's begun, New, Ze- uh, New Zealand Impatience. Impatience, Impatience. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's awfully pretty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, but, it does better if you leave it in that container. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's still actually the container looks nice. It'd be oh, a nice yeah, little pen. Yeah, big flowers, those New Guineas. Oh, okay. They, they, they look good at this time of the year. They don't like hot weather. No. Oh. But, but uh, he was talking about the uh, the purple and the... Trace was bragging on one of the, the New, New, Z, uh, New Guinea impatience that they have that are... Uh, Tougher stock, he was saying. So that might be interesting to explore, explore with him if he next time he comes up here. Look at all the begonias. Wow. For your, uh, if you got shady spots, you want color um, begonias. You got both the whopper and then the regular size begonias. And uh, right here in front of us, the vinca. So I guess it's the uh, 
What's our what's our variety? We like on the Binta that uh, doesn't get Cora. the Cora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't get the uh, fungal dieback. So lots and lots of color. Yeah, I True. see they got pentas out there. Yeah, I'm surprising. Yeah, yeah. this is the, the first time we've had pentas. Yeah, and uh, we had some big containers, but these are one gallons. They're a reasonable price, and uh, I don't know. Quite often we'll have even smaller container sizes out there on the tables, but I haven't uh, checked that out yet. But, yeah, these look good, white, red, and pink. Yeah, pentas are so slow to grow. I I imagine that that the growers like to put them in in larger containers (coughs) to make their money back uh, since they've got such such a long growing time. Well, and they're... And gallons. And they're, yeah, they're so popular where, you know, we... For you find you buy them when they're in full bloom, they stay in full bloom. Yeah, forever. Until Thanksgiving or when it gets real cold, and uh, hummingbirds will find them, butterflies will find them. And it's funny the the old blooms. You know, a lot of times when you have a big big bloom like like on those pentas, uh, when it dies back. Uh, it's ugly, you know. Yeah. It, it's kind of ugly, but the pinto blooms. I, I don't. I don't think they fall off, but they're they're overgrown by. Yeah, it's the like leaves. the tooth. The tooth fairy comes and yeah, one night yeah. they're one night they're gone, and then, then the new bloom is there. Yeah, but we didn't. Didn't we? Didn't we? Kind of explore that. Yeah, um, yeah. And they, we we and we they just kind of faded under. Yeah. The, we decided, you know, we we said, well, we'll just cut off the new blo- the old blooms, and see if that would stimulate a, a thicker plant and uh and and more blooms. Well, but it was difficult to cut cut off the old blooms without cutting off the new yeah, bloom. It was just a, it's a what? Because they cover, total process. Yeah, uh, they structure. they cover. They cover. All right, I have a um, uh, an awareness to to tell people because uh, uh, about this Gold Star Esperanza. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, uh, called. Call, we were talking about Gold Star Esperanza and. Uh, and it was blooming all over town, especially during the hot, dry weather. Oh, yeah. Not this spring yet. Yeah, not this spring yet. Oh, they were at the nursery, but not. Yeah. But uh, but then we realized that uh, some people had gotten a a, a, a different, a, a, not, a, not a true Gold Star Esperanza, and it... Uh, Got uh, it, it got real big and never bloomed except in the fall mm-hmm. for a little while. It's kind of so, like uh, you could plant it right next to the heirloom tomatoes that yeah. never have any fruit. Yeah. <laughs> and so people were wondering what to do. How how they can they get it to bloom? Well, that's just the genetics of the plant, and you cannot get it to bloom. So if you had one of those last year, it's going to be the same this year. It's not going to bloom in the summer like like the regular gold star does. So what I would recommend that is if you take take it out, take it down, take the plant, dig it up, get rid of it, and in that same hole come and get you a, a real gold star esperanza, 
they're on sale uh, this week uh, for $20, 1988. That must be a pretty big size. Is that the yeah, gallon? Yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, 12-inch 12, 12 pot, okay, Re- regularly so, $25, but now 20 So, um, you, you, in other words, you, you need to replace the one that won't blue. Yeah. And, in fact, I suspect that some of the, the, the those that are on sale are already showing some blooms. Oh, yeah, they're full of blooms. Yeah, okay, so that's a, that's a clear indication that they're Gold Star Esperanza. Oh, they're, yeah. They're blooming... I, you might want to make yourself a little rule. You don't, you don't buy them because of the problem getting true gold So You don't buy them unless they're in bloom. Exactly. That's yeah. good, Cal. Yeah. Kind of like the wisteria. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, you just got to bite the bullet and go ahead and get rid of that one that's not blooming. And le- unless you like. Nice thing. The foliage is a nice foliage. <laughs> well, you could, <laughs> but the funny, the not the funny thing, I guess, is not so funny, is that uh, uh, when I went up to visit uh, Greg Grant, who, who found Gold Star Esperanza, uh-huh. the, the inventor or the the finder of Gold Discover, Star Esperanza, yeah. which would, by the way, was found right here in San Antonio, on the west side uh-huh. of San Antonio. Right off Highway 90, but uh, he he has up he, he's now the county horticulture is up in uh, Tyler, Texas, and they have a, uh, of course the Tyler's the Rose Capital there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up area. there by relatively close yeah. to Cattle Lake. Absolutely, and uh, so they have a, a garden that's specifically designated for Texas superstars. And uh, somebody brought him uh, Esperanza, and it turned out to be the wrong kind, wrong one. Uh-huh. No, to the person who had discovered it. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> so now <laughs> he's kind of embarrassed about it. Man. Not that I call his attention to it. But, uh-huh. uh, no. No, not just here on our radio. For, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it in, the art- in one of my articles, too, yeah. But... Uh, so, uh, he, but see, somebody's donated it. It's kind of like a, a memorial donation. Yeah. And those people, when they left, they said, "Oh, I'm getting rid of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Never blooms. <laughs> drive, drive." As, as, <laughs> but I know, I know, Greg, and he ain't—he's not going to tolerate that very much longer before he digs that thing up and uh, replaces it with a, a real ghost star Esperanza, which, which I took him. Uh, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, I took him some uh, real gold star Esperanza. Uh, I would I would say <laughs> that you can be you can be uh, well you can be a hundred percent sure that Esperanza that you buy at uh, at Millburgers is going to be gold star Esperanza, but I. Not not making a guarantee. I think Calvin's idea of don't buy Gold Star Esperanza that's not in full bloom. Yeah, because they're blooming machines. Oh yeah, and they uh, yeah. they they brought they brought some in, had them on a rack back here last week when you mm-hmm. were gone, 
and uh, that that rack was solid blue. Yeah, they're vegetatively reproduced, so they. I mean, that, right, right. That kind of contributes to the fact that they bloom real early. But um, all every one we've seen is, you know, even even early spring, you see them with their yeah. bloom. So I just wanted to call that to people's attention. You 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 don't need to wait for it. In other words, you don't need to wait for it to come into bloom. So if you really want a one that that blooms like Gold Star Esperanza should bloom, then go ahead and and cut down that other one and and dig it up and get rid of it, because genetically it's it's programmed not to bloom not to bloom till fall. But and this is this this is if you've had that experience last fall. No, right. Some of us have Gold Star Esperanza that haven't started to bloom yet this spring in our landscape. Did yours freeze back? Yeah, it did all the way to the ground. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and that's another indication about, of whether it's gold star. It's about uh, two and a half feet tall now on yeah. the regrowth. And probably putting on buds. I uh, yeah, I was just appreciating foliage. I didn't look at the the buds. Theralis is kind of in the same boat. And, yeah. Uh, um, Duranta, Duranta all froze back. Yeah. So, all of those uh, subtropicals that. Uh, that we talk about being root hardy, I think went through the test this, this, in January. So a word, as my old Latin teacher used to say, a word to the wise is sufficient. Latin teacher? Kansas State? No, no, good Lord, no. It's high school. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tennessee. I, I, just, I just took my... Uh, I made an impression on you, did it? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they 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 used to like for me to read my stories. You know, you you get a book and you you translate stories. Uh huh. Why would and, and and of course I worked hard to to do my I did my stories by myself, and uh, sometimes I would get off uh, I would get a, a theme going. Uh huh. And uh, follow that theme through on the translation. Well, uh, sometimes my themes were wrong. Oh. <laughs> Oops. My hypothesis was wrong. You know, he hasn't and changed so, much, has he? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> and so uh, and, and the people started making fun of me because they, they would not have a class in until I had read my story. I didn't want to read my story because I knew it was probably messed up. Oh, but anyway, they're picking on I, you. I learned a lot from Latin. Trials you know, and tribulations. Base, base of uh, educational base hard words. knocks. Yeah, bases of a lot of words. Yeah. Another thing, I got a call this yeah. morning. Do you want to do this in Latin? No. Okay. You sure? I could never speak it, and I could barely translate it. (laughs) Okay. But uh, anyway, okay, I'm sorry. I got a call this morning from uh, Delphine Beck. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she says that that she's getting a lot of calls from, from people wondering why their onions are flowering early. Remember... <laughs> I told y'all last year when we plant sold those onions early. Yeah, 
I don't remember him being very. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought he was pretty supportive of that when we. Well, uh, that yeah, yeah, well, uh, we'll try that. I mean, it's just <laughs> just a month and a half early. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you think about our weather since then. Yeah. You know, it's the weird. fluctuating on and off. Yeah. A lot of fluctuating. So those onions think that they're two years old, going into the two second year, and so that's when they flower. So uh, that's why you have an onion, have, have the little flower heads on, or the little uh, buds or sprouts or whatever you want to call them. On your onions. Now, the, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you're going to do to prevent it, other than planting late later. And and even if you planted later this year, the weather's been fluctuating back. It's cold and hot, cold and hot. And I'm gonna, you know, we even talked. We talked another thing. We talked about uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, the fact that they weren't, didn't seem to be bulbing. Right. But uh, now they're bulbing too. Mine are mine are looking good, and I haven't seen any having any uh, seed uh, seed heads. So okay, uh, I'm riding. I'm 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 looking. I'm real happy with my onions. The, but I picked the based on your recommendations. I picked small uniform uh, plants rather yeah. than being fascinated good. by the huge. Good. Hey, listen to you. Oh, I do. After I, I, he says it. 15 or 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, another thing to watch for, this, this is early for them to be bulbing. They're starting. They look good. Yeah, they're good. Bulbs this big already. Okay. Is the bulb... Is the bulb as big as a stem? Oh, yeah. Bigger than, bigger than the stem. Okay, that onion is getting ready to... Bowl flower. You think so? Huh? Yeah. Now I know. So this is early for them to be yeah. bulbing. Because they look that they look much better to me than they looked uh, a month ago. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, what what I would suggest is that uh, especially once once you see that uh, little uh, seed head coming up. Now wait a minute. Now this is the middle of April. I generally harvest mine in uh, June. No, May fifteenth or so. So I, I'm, I only got a month left to okay. get my bulb, and maybe this year it's slower. So maybe it will be June one. But uh, I'm not. Uh, I'll look at them a little closer, and we'll kind of monitor. Well, time will tell, yeah. as they say. As but, your old Latin teacher used to say. Yeah, and my old Latin. She used to say a lot of stuff, <laughs> especially when I read my stories. <laughs> so you want to tell folks, too, to use those. Yeah. Those uh, seeds, the ones yeah, going wait, to seed, use wait, them quick. Wait, if they're in, 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 in the situation that Calvin is describing, where they look like they're forming a big bulb. The reason I asked, uh, a lot of times... If the if the bulb, it, of course it's it's a little bit larger, than, but if it if it bulb is at the end of a large stem, if the stem is extremely large, then that thing's getting ready to bolt, flower. But uh, just wait until you see the little flower stalks, Sam's which will be later. Sam still be look soon. a little flimsy, but they are. Uh... 
Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. If the stem the stem looks a little flimsy, that's good. That, that may not indicate that they're going but to. But if, if, the, if the stem is, is thick and big, almost as big as the bulb, yeah. then that's the indication it's getting ready to flower. In fact, I was a little worried about this wind. Yeah, yeah. Blowing them. Yeah, they seem to be growing fast this year. Uh, at least we grew some in the greenhouse. And they 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 they're not upright like I, like I like for another, yeah, but they're still green. So and they're still enlarging. So, uh, but we we've got some we've got some uh, uh, flowers. What's going on here, Milton? So we, we, got, we, we must have yeah changed direction. Yeah, we got some flowers even in the greenhouse. So this is what well, this is uh, the challenges of horticulture and oh yeah in San it all, Antonio. all depends on the weather. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break. So while we do, you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers and find beautiful color for your yard. And we'll start off talking about roses. Roses are on sale at Millburgers, all sizes, all types, 20% off. You choose what you like. How about knockouts or modern hybrid teas or floribundas or garden roses? Millburgers has them, all 20% off. All types, all sizes, 20% off. Millburgers also has Gold Star Esperanza. This Texas superstar is absolutely gorgeous. You've seen them around town. They're beautiful. They're yellow, bell-like flowers. And right now at Millburgers, you'll save on them. They're just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. Blue Plum Bago is another Texas superstar, and it's a San Antonio superstar, as it blooms all through the spring and summer with its beautiful sky blue flowers, even in the shade. You'll find them now for just $4.88 in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line This is Michael Medved for TownHall.com. The new film Chappaquiddick depicts a searing scandal that changed the course of political history. As the only surviving brother of a storied dynasty, 37-year-old Senator Ted Kennedy looked like a sure bet for the presidency in the summer of 1969. But after leaving a boozy party with a 28-year-old female passenger... 
He drove his car off a bridge. Inexplicably, he waited more than nine hours before notifying local authorities who might have rescued the trapped young woman. The film highlights backstage manipulations involving some of the nation's most powerful figures that rushed the victim's burial without autopsy and treated Ted's political survival as their all-important goal. For those disgusted by today's tawdry politics, Chappaquiddick provides a powerful reminder that corruption and arrogance have long afflicted American public life. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hey, if we don't get going soon, we're going to miss out on that discounted deal at the store. Uh, do we really need to go out? The game's coming on in a minute. We need to get this deal before it's gone. Man, there's got to be a better way to save some money. Yes, there is. The Marketplace at 930amtheanswer.com. Really? Yep. You can save hundreds, even thousands on stuff like outdoor equipment, landscaping, flooring, and even discounted deals on tuition for the kids. Get out. All in one place? Yep. If you don't believe me, listen to this guy. Discount deals on big ticket items for your home improvement projects, landscaping, and tuition for area schools. All at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. So the Marketplace page. Great, guys. Thanks. But now, should I be worried about hearing voices in my head? Nah, you're good. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. What is it? You said it so quick. I'm at 210, write this down, 210-308-8867. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, you're watching the tree huggers? I'm uh, watching the tree hugging. The, oh, they're taking a picture, I think. Yeah. I was wondering what was taking so long. No burgers has the hugging tree here. <laughs> it's very it's fun. They're fun to watch the little kids. It actually they talks to you. I never have hugged it yet. Oh. You guys did? Try Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, it tells you how much it enjoys being hugged. Really? I know Claudette has put a lot of pressure on it. <laughs> I mean to try to, to hug that. I'll, I'll probably have to break down and do it. Maybe, got, maybe after a few margaritas <laughs> next weekend at the event. Oh, okay. I got my April uh, Milberger newsletter, my my free newsletter. It's got a not some co- columns about uh, got a column about uh, milkweed and monarchs, and got a quote in there from uh, from Calvin on. The gardens designed to attract and nurture butterflies contribute to the health and well-being of one of our very important pollinators. But butterfly gardens also give us an opportunity to provide fun and educational family activity. You remember writing that, Kevin? Yeah, I guess. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a good article in there about growing grass under the trees. Uh, how to, uh, some some tips and on how to grow it under trees. It's it's a futile effort, uh, but uh, we like our grass under our trees and in the front yard and everything. 
my uh, my oak sprouts are quickly taking over my my lawn. So I'll, it must be I, everybody's because I've had a bunch of uh, questions. Is there the yeah. oak sprouts? Isn't there something? They caught, somebody caught me in a parking lot. You know, isn't there something? There's got to be something you can uh, do for this. <laughs> There is. Yeah. Ignore them. Yeah, or a good string mower, you know. <laughs> a, I, just, I just mow them just like grass, and they're grit. They're, they're, it's not bare dirt. It's yeah. just green. Well, and they... You know, the, kind of like uh, horse herb, you know. It may not be... If you, uh, and if you run Saint mine, if you just run your string mower, uh, you know, when you do the edging... Uh, and they be, before they get real big and tough, they they, they oh, cut yeah. out, out there pretty easy. Then. Well, but they're it, in my lawn, so the lawnmower takes care of them. Mm-hmm. That's I, just. I, a, I don't know why people will, want grass. You know, they always want a pure grass situation. Well, that's the, one of the uh, listeners who had stopped up to talk. That one that was had the iron chlorosis, mm-hmm. and he he described. He bought that property in the hill country, and then he described, uh, you know, having to move the rock and, and the native plants and everything. And I finally, I finally said, "Well, why didn't you just leave it uh, hill country landscape?" And he says, "You know, if I knew what I knew now, uh. I would have left that." <laughs> and then there's a wonderful article on daylilies of uh, South Central Texas by. Mark Carpenter, he's a... Uh, hey, there's a quote by me in here. Daylilies are a diverse group of perennial flowers unsurpassed for versatility in the home landscape. Do you remember that quote? No, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know how to spell versatility. Yeah, they may have... Uh, so, sometimes uh, some of those quotes are involved taking them... <laughs> Some a few phrases for more than one of our articles. <laughs> Blooms now come in pink, purple, red, peach, apricot, and all shades in between, including uh, dramatic uh, color combinations. Petals may be ruffled, twirled, or frecked, flecked. I didn't know that. And I, the didn't, day, I didn't put flecked in there. I've never heard yeah. you say With that. With eye catching glitter. <laughs> now, if, did you put a, is there a quote in there about the, that the deer love them too? No, <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> I don't think whoever I was, I was, was quoting me there uh, put that in there. Charles may say it requires it if, you, if it's not an article by. Finch or Parsons and may find a quote and make it one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they got some good questions, plant questions in here. The, the, the one one question is: uh, We still have flowers and seed pods on our sweet peas. Can we collect these seeds and use them for next year's planting? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they sweet, work really well. Sweet peas are self-pollinated. Allow the pods to fill out and begin to turn brown. Collect the pods and store them in a paper sack where the pods will release the seed. Plant them in October or in our November. Uh, my my uh, sweet peas are really blooming up the storm now. 
and uh, wonderful cut flowers. The fragrance is great, and they look look very nice in the garden. Alan is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Alan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Alan, are you there? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Uh, there he is. Now we got you. Hello. I have a question about agave. Yeah. We got, we got, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. So you have your your common agave that really uh, frequently seen around here. And so, that, you know, there's the blue and the green. So I see a lot of them are putting up flower stalks right now. Right. Does that mean they're all going to, they put up flower stalks, they die every time? Yeah, uh, a lot of time they'll decline after they after they have a flower stalk. But uh, are you seeing any pups around the the base of the plants? Any any well, not pup, pups? Uh, any 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 uh, sprouts sprouting uh, new plants? Oh, base? Well, I know what you're talking about, but so I've called in before. I'm a truck driver, and so I'm driving all around oh, South Texas right. right now. So uh, I'm seeing lots of them right now, green and blue. All putting up the big flower stalks, so I'm, so I'm thinking now all those can't be dead now, can they? Yeah, they can. I've got I've got one that's my entrance to my uh, to my uh, where I live, and um, it had a, it was one of those big century plants thing, and it set it set up a big big flower stalk, and then. It died, and uh, they, they cut the stalk off, and that that didn't help it. It still uh, gradually died over a period of time, and then, uh, but they had pups coming up from all around it, all all the new plants coming up from all around it. So eventually, they went in there and removed the dead, removed the dead and dying plant, and that was about a year ago, and right now. Those those uh, side plants are just as big as the mother plant was when it bloomed. So uh, that's just the natural way that they replace them. To this. Well, I know about that. Uh, it's just uh, I'm moving too fast to see if they have little pups around them. But uh. <laughs> but uh, don't 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 worry about it. They'll 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 survive. I'm not, I'm not worried. I was just wondering if all those were goners. Lots yeah, no. of them are up those shoots right now. I don't remember. I, I don't remember whether a agave. A I'm, I'm pretty sure the 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 major plant uh, died back. We need Paul Cox. Well, we need Paul Cox talking about agave plants uh, sending up uh, bloom stalks and. Do they die after they do that? And I, I think they do. Well, Spanish dagger doesn't, which is uh, it's got they've just finished that yeah that bloom period. I've got those uh, oh, spectacular yeah. well, blooms. Well, that's you a yucca that rather than, than an agave, isn't it? Huh? Is that a yucca rather than an agave? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All not, right. Yeah. 
I'm not sure on the uh, agave, but uh, the Spanish daggers, they bloom almost every year. Yeah, they looked really nice this year. Yeah, they did. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm in South Texas. Now, you might remember the last time I called you. I think it was last November I, I called you from they They were had a yeah. uh, gardening radio show up there, but there's nothing going on outside in Wisconsin in November, so they were talking about the indoor <laughs> plants. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's good about being in South Texas. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, you call us again. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling. Okay. Bye now. Bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But there's just a few minutes left. We can try to sneak in two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Spurs will be playing in three minutes. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Except they have to play Golden State. That's not good. I got a question in said. Uh, Said I have bed straw taking over the flower bed, vegetable garden, and grassland. I've tried many methods and many products, all failed, which indicated I'm doing them all wrong. Please advise the best products and best times to apply. Well, now that bed straw, you have to apply that in the in the fall, right? Well, pre-emergent, yeah. Pre-emergent, yeah. Yeah. You have to use a pre-emergent. And then then mid season your application of that uh, uh, it's not over the top it's uh, uh, yeah uh, but you see they've got it in the flower bed yeah. with other flowers and stuff what and the, at this point you you need to pull it out or, uh, or if it's uh, if you can grab it without ruining other plants a rake works really well because it all sticks together and and you can uh, pull it out, but yeah, you don't want to let it. You don't want to let bed straw get to that stage. It's it's pretty tough to control after that. But the good news is, it'll be done uh, about May first to get the yeah. hot weather. But in the meantime, it's going to stick to everything that you got. Yeah, it's probably a good idea uh, to take it take it out of there before it goes to seed, because it'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be back. Especially your key areas, just take, sometimes it looks like it's an overwhelming task, but if you just pick the ones that are your especially significant, like the the vegetable garden or right by the front door or whatever, and pull that stuff, pull that stuff all out, and then you'll see how relatively easy it is to pull it out. All right, we're going to wrap it up and uh, for today, but we're back here tomorrow at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.